Welcome back to another year of the Unex Radio Show on hey. Tune FM 106.9. I'm Nick. And I'm Michael. And we are back. Yep. Still as chipper and energetic and... I was going to say, like, energy deprived and stuff. <laughs> as like, last year, like, nothing much has changed. Uh, what did you get up to over holidays? Uh, what do you think? Just nothing but games. Games, games, and more games. Oof, sounds good. Any notables? Um, yes. Uh, a little... N- Little game, uh-huh. uh, by the name of Spyro. Yeah, played the new one that was released. Well, new in inverted <laughs> in air quotes <laughs> because it's just a remake of the um, it's a remake of the original or something, isn't it? The original three, yeah. yeah. Um, picked up Subnautica. Ooh, that's a fun game. Um, don't play it in VR though. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, apparently it makes you like nauseous and stuff. Oh, it made me so nauseous trying to play it in VR. Um, probably a couple of other ones. I'm just blanking now because, you know, it's been like, what, four months, five months. You're just kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, What has happened in this time? Nothing. I didn't do anything. What Uh, about yourself? Well, I did a couple things. Yes. Um, I went ahead and finally replaced my, um, terrible, terrible laptop. With, which had a an Intel Celeron and four gigs of RAM. And oh, yeah, that... Uh, that uh, it did have a solid-state hard drive, but that's because the disk drive, like, properly died. Oh, so you took it out and put a yeah, yeah. thing in. Um, yeah. And I've replaced it with a new personal-designed computer. Mm, go got, on, go yeah. on. Well, it's got a Ryzen 5 1600, mm-hmm. uh, six-core processor, 16 gigs of RAM, and a GTX 1060 in there. Nice. Which means it can basically do everything I want to do, <laughs> which is just the best. Yeah. Uh, I've been discovering all sorts of new, new and wonderful games like uh, Just Cause Three and Ooh, <laughs> Yes, uh, which <laughs> loads up Minecraft. It's like <gasps> it's so en- clear. Finally enough, actually. I went through this whole spiel of playing all these different games that I've never been able to play well before. It's like, wow, TF2 gets like 260 <laughs> FPS and all these other games like 150 FPS. Minecraft is on 12. What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it goes to show you just how archaic the oh. Minecraft is actually built. Yeah. This I- is like one core is just working it so hard <laughs> to try and keep the thing running and everything else is like meh yeah. this is easy it's like i could blow this down but minecraft no, no. <laughs> get that away from me actually i've discovered a new my current new thing uh has been playing modded elder scrolls 5 and playing some modded skyrim yes but not just skyrim i've been playing a mod called enderall have you heard of it I think you may have mentioned it before. Basically, Enderall is a total conversion mod for Elder Scrolls V, and it full-blown changes everything, from combat, the way Magicka works, to how ranking works. The map is completely different. Fully voice-acted, fully scripted um, NPCs with um, uh, a full... Storyline. The voice acting is a bit iffy because it's originally in German. Oh, okay, yeah. And apparently the German is really nice. Everything else in it in it is good except for like 
two characters in the entire game, their voice acting is somewhat satanic. <laughs> it's like a 10-year-old who's actually terrifying. <laughs> oh. So uh, is it still set in Skyrim? No, it's it's um, the group who make it, Sure AI, basically make, um, they've made total conversion mods for every Elder Scrolls game there has, has been. Okay. So it's basically where, where the Elder Scrolls has their own world that they've been building throughout the series. Yeah. Sure AI is doing the exact same thing. Ah, oh, okay. But just with the whole separate universe. Whole separate universe. Engine, like, full-blown engine tweaks. Like, they've really... Why would they not just make a... Whole new game? Yeah. Because it's hard to do that and keep it non... Like modded non-profit not for profit sort of thing building oh, okay. a building off in a previous engine and modded modding a game is a bit easier than building a game from the ground up yeah fair enough but um uh it used to be a real pain to get because you had to go online download it and install it over your steam skyrim install oh, so okay. you couldn't go back and play skyrim mm. but they just released what's essentially a massive expansion pack for it and it's one of the very few mods for a game which has actually had an official Steam release. So if you have original Elder Scrolls V, not the remaster, mm. you can actually go to Steam, download Ender All Forgotten Stories for free, and play through an in- basically an entirely new RPG. Oh, okay. It's really awesome. And they've added a whole bunch of extra stuff from uh, for the Steam release as well, so it's a very different game, or at least it's got extra bits. But because they're building it specially for Steam... Uh, you know how most DLCs sort of feel tacked on the side? They're in a different area of the world and everything yeah. like that. They've added it into the world. So, it, you know, there's extra bits, but they're not like a separate island or something. Yeah, it's kind of like a place that you would just not go regularly. Yeah, or they've like, because um, the saves between the two versions, Forgotten Stories and the original end roll, aren't compatible. Uh, okay. So they have changed significant amounts of it. But you won't just find them all in one spot. You've got to actually explore to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll just do this quickly and bring in our guest who just walked in. And, uh, there we go. So we are joined in the studio by Jennifer. Hello. Hey, she's here. You know, uh, 10 minutes late. Ah, oh, it's fine. <laughs> You'll survive. <laughs> Listen, all right, this is not the Unix show if we don't have the... <laughs> Yeah, somebody showing up 10 minutes late. It, it, it's the first episode. Something has to go wrong. Yep. And I promise it's not going to be remixes. <laughs> I promise I'm not going to suffer us that again. Oh, if, if that ever pops on again. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking through the music queue here. I'm not seeing anything too terrible, I think. Sweet. I don't recognize the names, but oh well. <laughs> We'll see how we go. So what did you do over the break, Jen? Not much at all, really. I did a lot of, you know, digging holes and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, see, she's she's actually active and <laughs> does things in that weird place known as outdoors. What's see, outdoors? I like this little thing that's, you know, a decent computer, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah... It's like, there's a thing called a sun. (laughs) Surprise! Please explain to us what this outdoors is. (laughs) (laughs) I also, in the break, got a new 4K TV. Ooh, nice. And so I've been 
a bit glued to that. Yeah, I can understand that. It has um, YouTube on it, <laughs> so I can watch YouTube on my TV without like a Chromecast or anything. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Just sit down. It's like YouTube just replaces my te- like the ter- terrestrial channels. <laughs> yeah, see, that's all. That's a great and a bad thing at the same time. <laughs> well, I get the terrestrial channels. I just don't watch them. Well, it's not that. It's more the fact that. Like, last year I got Netflix, and it was possibly the greatest and worst thing I'd ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so much binge-watching happened. Um... Yeah, it's just instead of watching YouTube on my computer, I watch it on my TV now. Better screen. (laughs) Yeah. I can lay on the lounge instead of just sitting in a chair. And then that transitions into playing... My PlayStation 4. <laughs> so I picked that up a little bit extra than what I would have normally. So, yeah, which is kind of good. What were you playing on the PS4? Um, what was I playing? So I picked back up um, my Final Fantasy 12 save, which I'm, like, right at the end of the game. I put in, like, 100 hours into that thing. <laughs> And you never finished. I hope, oh, it's just, there's so much. Like, even after 100, uh, basically 100 hours, it also has this, um, like, you can basically set it to fast forward mode, where instead of just playing, like, normal time, you can play it at, like, four times speed. That must be so spinny. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that it's a game that you can kind of, so you go around killing monsters and stuff with a couple of people. But you can set it, uh, there's these things called gambits. And basically you set up so if a certain condition is met, they do a certain thing. Okay. So basically, like, you can make it just go in autopilot and just crash through a whole bunch of enemies. (laughs) Sounds like fun. It makes grinding so much easier. Because instead of doing it like normal speed, you get it at four times speed. (laughs) Get it done in like a quarter of the time. It's great. (laughs) It's like, what? You thought you are going to be sitting there for 10 minutes? No, I was here for a minute and a half. <laughs> just running around. Ugh, joys. So I have to, like, grind up to get to, like... There's, like, this one enemy that I need to kill, which is, like, a boss. But it's recommended level 99. Okay. I'm, like, 78. I've got a long way to go. You do have a long way to go. <laughs> And, like, trying to get all, like, the better weapons and stuff like that. It's just, like... (sighs) So it is just at the stage of the game where you're just grinding, trying to get to the stage where you can fight the boss. Yeah, well, I've just basically got all the better weapons. Now I have to try and find the armors. Well, the better tier armor. I've got basically good tier armor, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to have the best. No, not at all. (laughs) But the thing is, is that... I could technically finish the game at the moment because, like, the story goes one way and you only need to be, like, level 55 to finish the story. Okay. But then the rest of the game is like, oh, yeah, level 80 boss, level 99 boss. Like, (laughs) just keep on going in this extra stuff. So, yeah, that's fun. (laughs) So, basically... I could already basically, like, wipe out the last boss in, like, 10 seconds flat. But 
I have to go kill this one thing and then go kill the boss. <laughs> oh, and, and then finish the game and then I should have, like, all the trophies. Cool. Should. Oh, and then there's trial mode. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> it's like go through a hundred levels with your same characters that you have in the game. So it's like, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just like in a row, no heals. Oh, I think there's heals like every 10 things. But again, I have to get to level 99 to start that because <laughs> I don't want to get up to like level 90 and then just get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Well, we might go to a music break now. Yep, sounds about right. This is the Unex Radio Show on 106.9. Yeah. Tune FM. Yep. Tune FM. There you go. There. And we'll be back shortly.
Tune FM. Welcome to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and I've got a couple things to talk about quickly. Yes. Firstly, I need to apologize. I have apparently accidentally gone and butt pruned <laughs> a bunch of people from our Discord server. If you accidentally got um, kicked from our Discord server for being offline for a day. <laughs> um, that is completely my fault. Come tell me off on games night. You know, show up to games night and tell tell me that how bad <laughs> I am. And um, yeah, we'll add you back on because, oops. <laughs> um, and secondly, we should probably 
um, finish up one other thing with our introductions, just to say that we had our AGM recently. Um, there's new people in charge, and by the way, it's us. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> we forgot to mention that. I am now president. Yep. All hail President Nick. His first decree was to build a wall across the middle of the stro. <laughs> <laughs> With chairs. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm vice president, and Jen is our lovely treasurer. treasurer. She will kill you if you don't give her enough change for, sauce- for um, the sausage sizzles and drinks and stuff like that. So <laughs> don't. Yeah. We'll just put a pitchfork in her hand and <laughs> yeah. she'll just go red with anger. She's gonna, she's, gonna be, she's gonna be the fiery one with a pitchfork and a broadsword. <laughs> <laughs> Dual wielding. Dual wielding, true true style. Angers are known to be fiery. Mm. <laughs> yes. Well, um so I've got a bit of interesting news for you. Yes. Now uh, I know most of this happened over the holidays, but as we all know, Fallout seventy six has been a bit of a debacle. Yes, that's the yeah. least to say. They've had the um, the tip the fairly typical Bethesda game dev room, which they didn't remove from their public servers, <laughs> and people got into, and they've got info, you know, leaks and hacks and all sorts of stupid stuff like that. But they fixed it. They've come out with the one feature that we all needed, that you know is going to make the game amazing again. They've added beer brewing to. The <laughs> <laughs> There's a, now a beer brewing crafting system in oh, Fallout geez. 76, which has actually received an update recently, and um, yeah, obviously that's going to be the one feature that puts it back on the map. Of course, yes, <laughs> beer brewing. Yeah, what every game needs, and finally one has it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what'll um, save the decline of Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, that's what I forgot to do yesterday. Mm-hmm. I Speaking of the decline of Fortnite, I downloaded Apex Legends. Yes. And I was going to play it last night to see how it was, but I forgot to do that. No. <laughs> so I haven't. That was something I wanted to ask about. What is this new game that's been popping up? Because I know nothing about it. So it's made by Respawn Entertainment. They're a company that's under EA. Yeah. Um. They've made games. Um, the only other game that I know that they've made yeah. is Titanfall, which I, that's another game that I played over the holiday break. One or two? Two. Okay, so two is the better one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my. That campaign. So it has a single-player campaign and yeah, then yeah. the multiplayer on top of it. Mm. I recommend, if even if you don't like shooter games, I recommend buying that game simply for the campaign it is such a good campaign oh yeah yeah i think it's about like 15 to 20 bucks to probably buy it by itself oh yeah and it's just blew my mind how good it was like i played like a little bit of it my friends recommended me to get it played like a little bit of it put it down for a while picked it back up and um yeah, just played it straight for like, you know, a day and a half. It's. I would like to spoil it and tell you about it, but I would rather you experience it firsthand. Well, if it's good enough to not be to be worth not spoiling it, then it sounds pretty nice. It's like just like you wouldn't expect a game like just a shooter campaign to be like good character building and like have depth to it also the game is fun because you can like run and jump on walls and like slide and do all this other cool fancy stuff like yeah so it's a a playground it's a movement shooter yeah it is but the way that they 
did it is like I haven't played other movement shooters like um like Call of Duty, one of the what Advanced Warfare or whatever it was, hmm. and like other games like that. This is the first time I've jumped into that type of genre, and I was just blown away by like how smooth it felt. Okay, so Apex Legends is hmm. takes a bit of that. They definitely take the um. Not all of the movement mechanics, from what I've seen. Yeah. They only take, like, the sliding mechanics. So you can basically run and slide Okay. in-game. In so that's not, you know, all that new. Mm. But they, um, instead of being able to run and jump on walls and stuff like that, you can only do the, the more basics of their, what I would call probably their engine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too versed in it all. But, yeah, apparently... Um, like the first or second week mm. it dropped um heaps of people jumped on the bandwagon um this is just like a little company that ea owns that they kind of like threw a bit of money at and said okay you guys have play, a go. Uh, yeah. you, you guys have your fun make a little like battle royale and mm. that can give us like a little bit of cash on the side for a big thing anthem yay and then anthem tanks and apex legends <laughs> brings in all the money nice so here's a quick question for you so you played titanfall on pc yes well uh, what's your pc just out of curiosity so it's a seventh my cpu is a seventh generation i7 yeah yeah um I have 16 gigs of RAM, um, a 1070 um, GPU. Okay. Whole bunch so, of fans and stuff. So how well did the game run? Perfectly. Okay. Because I'm looking at this right now. My computer is exactly the recommended specs. <laughs> but you can never be sure if the recommended specs are actually uh, recommend like going to work. You normally can get away with even below recommended specs. Mm. It's um, the minimum specs that you have to look out for. Yeah, yeah. Once you start going below that, it starts not running too well. Okay. Like, the the way I think about it, this may not be totally correct, but minimum specs is, like, what you have to have to make it all run on low yeah. at a nice frame rate. Yeah, well, see, there's never been, like, a standardized this is what it has to perform, like, for yeah. minimum specs. So minimum can be, yeah, it might boot, but it might not be playable. And yeah. recommended might be, you know, we've actually said higher specs than required, just so that it looks really nice. Yeah, fair enough. But I'm looking at this, and it looks like my computer could run it, so I'll yep. have to have a look. Honestly, your computer can probably run most games. It'll True. be only, like, either extremely old games mm, or games that have, like weird weird ways of being built yeah yeah that's that, what I've noticed that might put it out it, but that would be like most computer like new computers nowadays yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm looking at it. it looks like it's it's not too bad it you know it wants 64-bit OS yeah obviously yeah um core i5 or better 16 gigs of RAM 45 gigabytes of hard drive space though not, yeah well that's, that's not, not small. too much it's not small. Oh, um, yeah. For, I play lots of old stuff, so I'm, I'm not used to seeing things over 20. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Most uh, games nowadays are like 40, 50. Yeah, yeah. Uh, GTX 1060 um, at, you know, at good internet speeds, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. And you can buy it standard, which comes with 
everything but fancy paint jobs for like 30 bucks. Oh, okay. I must have got it when it was on special because I bought like a deluxe edition also with um, Battlefield 1 and its DLC for 25 bucks. What's Battlefield 1 like? I only played it once because mm. that's all, all the time that me and my friends played it. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay. I basically just jumped straight into a multiplayer game okay. and I had no idea how to play the game. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, now go. And I'm just like, ah, what am I doing? And there's this, there was this one person that's like probably played it every day for like mm. the last year and a half or longer. Just murdering you. Yeah. So here's, just, so here's a question because often... That's actually something I find interesting is how do, how well does a game do it when somebody just jumps in? When you don't play a single-player campaign, you don't get a tutorial, you just start. So my experience is that you first learn how the game actually r- works, so mm. it takes you about 30 minutes to figure out what controls What's do. What's going on, yeah. What buttons to press to make you go. Yep. That's a bad idea to jump into a multiplayer game with having no idea what to do. That's fairly standard, to be honest. And also, like, I also don't really play shooter games that much as well. There you go. Most shooter games are fairly similar. Battlefield will have a few extra things Mm. because Battlefield. But it's just like my friend is like, you know, at least it has, like, button prompts and stuff like that, so you're not totally left in the dark. Mm. But it's all, like, my friend, like, jumps in a tank, starts going, he's like, get on! So I just jump on the tank, just sit there on the tank, like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, Now get off the tank because we're about to blow up. Oh, okay. (laughs) Jumps off tank runs. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like the true Battlefield experience. Yeah, it's... Battle... I found Battlefield to be, like, it doesn't really hold your hand much. No. So it's, like, a person... People just come out of nowhere and kill you from odd angles that you don't expect. Yeah. Keeps you on your toes. Yeah, it's just always, like, oh, that person just popped out and popped me in the head. Oh, okay. Oh, that person just came over a hill behind me and shot me in the back. Okay. Oh, there's a plane just crashed into me. Okay. That is one of the issues, probably an issue with the Battlefield games compared to more traditional shooters that because the maps are just so big, Mm. you you basically have to expect people from everywhere. It's also because the players are spread over the entire map as well, both um, your allies and your enemies. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're going back and forth trying to capture points. Yeah. There's no sort of one spot that everyone's fighting over. Yeah, it's like this in the game that we'll play. I don't know if it's with every Battlefield One game, but there's like five different objectives yeah. that you have to keep hold of to get points to yeah, win yeah. the game. Mm, mm. And we lost like every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as long as you had fun. Yeah, it was fun, but like as I said, I only played it for like an hour and a half. Okay, if that. So I don't have too much input on the topic. All right. Would like, you pick it up again? Yeah, if my, like it's definitely a game that I like. I would want to play with my friends. It's yeah. not something that I could jump into by myself and start playing that way, because um, yeah, I, I I don't feel like I feel like you would just not achieve anything that way. Mm. Like there's no like you can't make teamwork with anyone really. It's a bit hard to you can like you know run with people, but like, and then like you know it's just. Teamwork's always easier when you got someone to talk to. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just a bit more, f- like, games are always more fun with your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are. So exactly. It, especially when you can have, like, five people on a team. Wait, is Gabe Count in 2016? Yeah. 
this is like two battlefields ago, I think. Oof, and here's me still thinking it's kind of new. No, I, they it's just not. released another they one. They just released five, I yeah. think, or something, yeah. Apparently that's also not going too well. Yeah, Battlefield Five. As I was watching this review, it's like I played Battlefield Five, didn't like it, figured I'd pick up one again, played it. It was awesome. Here's my review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, I think we'll go back to a music break now. Oh yes, should probably do that. Um, that's what people listen to the radio for, isn't it? Not us. No, we're just we, it's... filler. Yeah, we're the filler for the music. <laughs> Anyways, you're listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back after the break.
Tune FM, stimulation for your ears. Welcome back to Tune FM with the Unix Radio Show on 106.9. Tune FM. Here's a quick observation here. Yes. Why do we have to tell people the frequency of the station they're listening to? It's on the front of your stereo. It's <laughs> habit. <laughs> it's so you can think that 106.9 is Tune FM. So that when, when it's not on the frequency that's 106.9 uh, they can then think just oh ham- that good gaming show that I've been yeah, listening to the all the time questionable uh, Monday music. at 6 o'clock yes listen to us please <laughs> please we need we need the help yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so you were telling us some interesting stuff about some interesting games over the break yes yeah, so I uh, probably 
should have said this all on air <laughs> because uh, I was having a little bit of a rant with Anthem mm. and how EA has kind of shot itself in the foot with this one. So um, EA has released both Apex Legends and Anthem at the same, roughly around the same time. And this, um, it doesn't bode too well for Anthem, the way that they've done this, as well as um, Battlefield Five as well, because um, so if you have had your ear in the gaming scene at all and have not been living under a rock, you should have heard of a game called Apex Legends. It's basically EA's competitor to Fortnite. Now, they released it with Anthem and also with Battlefield Five. they have a Battle Royale mode coming out soon-ish called Firestorm, I believe? Mm, I haven't seen it, but yeah. Yeah, um, so they're going to release that soon, but that could be overshadowed by Apex Legends, which, um, so my, the way I think they think is that, um, well, at least the story that I heard was that, um, they released Apex Legends at the time that they did, A, because it was finished, and B, because Fortnite was having a bit of a lull in their development cycle. So they didn't release anything basically new at the time and, like, interest was... Interest in the game goes down as soon as you stop updating. Yeah. Well, updating enough anyway. So basically when they um, when they saw this, they're like, okay, we're going to strike when the iron is hot and we'll get some interest within our game so that we release Apex Legends which goes well, you know, becomes like the most streamed and watched um, thing on Twitch for a couple of, I think it was a couple, couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, a couple, I think it was two weeks. Yeah. I'm not too sure with that. But um, again, Fortnite, when season eight of Fortnite came out, it kind of jumped back up on top anyway. Updates will do that. Yeah. But um, so that brought in a lot of success. Um, I think they said that they had like seven million consecutive players playing at once. Hmm. I don't know if I may be getting figures wrong because like I don't know if it was um Apex Legends or um or Fortnite which that number was associated to. <laughs> One of the two is doing well. <laughs> well, if it's if Fortnite's doing well and then it's beaten on streams by Apex Legends and Apex Legends had a lot of players. Yeah. Like, mm. they... The amount of concurrent players playing at once is just astronomical. You'd think, like, 7 million people are playing this game at the same time. It's like, jeez. That's <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> I I hate to see their server room. Oof. Oh. <laughs> Oof. But, um, so... They release that when the iron is hot, but that kind of was at the same time that they released Anthem. Now, Anthem is... um, it's. Have you guys ever played 
Destiny 2 at all. I've picked it up. I've been playing a little bit over it recently. So it's a loot shooter, basically. Yeah. So Anthem is similar to that, but you can also, instead of getting like the little sparrow, which is the bike that you fly around on mm-hmm. in the game, yeah. you can basically fly like Iron Man. Okay. So it's same sort of setup. Um, but there was a lot of bugs with it when it was released. Um, yeah, those won't do good for a game's reputation. Yeah, there was one one of the major ones is that um, it wouldn't track a progress for a certain mission unless if you're so far in it. Yeah. Also, um, like, loading times was a big thing, apparently. Like, you'd be stuck on a loading screen. Oh, that's ex- just never good. Yeah, for an extremely long time. And there were, um, you're also limited to the leader of the party. So if you go in as a one-man thing and join another group, if you fall behind, you get basically respawned where the leader is, which is a loading screen. <laughs> if you, like, enter a building, like, enter a cave or something, that's a loading screen. If you then find out you don't need to be in that cave, you have to exit the cave, that's another loading screen. And, uh, like, these loading screens apparently could take up to, like, three minutes or something. Oh, like, that's going like, to kill a game quick. I, I don't know the exact figure, but, like, that's how I'm imagining it. Like, a minute it to, like, feel three like minutes. It. As, if, as long as it hit, if it hits, like, over 20 seconds, it starts feeling too long. Yeah. So it's, like, these loading screens were too long. And then there was also a bug where you could be basically loading forever where it gets stuck on the loading screen. Hmm. So you that th- moment where computer games can freeze. <laughs> yeah. It's also then you like sitting there going like, now is this frozen or is this still loading? <laughs> oh, that's that's bad when you start getting to the point where you're asking, is it frozen? Yeah, and then I also saw a glitch where like people get like stuck in mountains and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, like what is it with the new trend of releasing a game before it's done? <laughs> I know people. I know they talk about like the the two year development cycle where we've got to make these things done as oh. quickly and hard as you know, hammer it out as quickly as possible. But I don't mind it if my game takes a little longer. Yeah, just I, make it good. Give us a quality product. Yeah, yeah. I reckon the problem is is that people start talking about the games that they're making too too way too early. Yeah, exactly. Like, say you have a game and like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has mm. been in a six-year development cycle. Mm. Um, Elder Scrolls games are in six years of a development cycle, and they still come out a bit buggy from time to time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, these... Um, what they need to be doing is, like, um, for instance, a big game which is being hinted at coming out, should be announced soon if it is coming out, is Borderlands 3. Yeah. I want to see that thing and say, hey, we've been working on this for, like, Six years. Yeah. We're like a year out from releasing it. That yeah. would be awesome. See, I reckon that um, gaming companies should do... I'm pretty sure uh, Bethesda did this with Fallout 4. They're like, okay, here's our new game. They show the new game and then it's like, oh, yeah, we've been working on this for like the last six years. It's coming out in like three months. And yeah. everybody's just like, what? Yeah, see... <laughs> There is, I can see, but if you give it time, you can really hype people up for it, but you can also lose people because it's taking too long. Yeah, that's that's what I think happened a bit with a game that 
I wish was made, but was never made, mm. called Scalebound. Yeah. It's, it was being de- um, published by Microsoft and developed by Platinum Games, the guys behind um, Nier Automata. Yep. Um, so they were making this game called Scalebound, which looked really cool. It was basically like you are a human-dragon hybrid thing. So, you, like, you're a human, but you can, like, gr- like basically grow the scales of a dragon on you in- mm, and encase as- yourself in, like, hard dragon skin and then attack an enemy. Yeah, yeah. But, on, but you also had a dragon companion. <laughs> so, basically, you're this human that's half dragon, half human that had a dragon friend that would go around with you killing big bugs and, like... So you huge, had a dragon. <laughs> huge enemies doing dragon stuff. Cool. And apparently you could also have four-player co-op and you could customise your dragons as well. Oh, as soon as you start getting to that sort of stuff, you really want that game to come out, don't you? Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. And there was also uh, a workaround for, like, the way that the music was in boss fights... Uh-huh. was that the character actually had headphones. <laughs> and so, like, when he goes into, like, a boss fight or something or starts fighting, he'll put on his headphones and music <laughs> will start playing. And it's just like, that is such a cool concept. <laughs> I, I like want that. this game. Uh. But, like, so they released... They actually showed footage of, like, the game running and, like, four people on four different dragons hmm. versing one big boss... But then, like, they cancelled it not too long after that, back no. in, um, I think it was 2016 or 2017. Sad. And, like, I was just, like, heartbroken. Sad. So much sad. Yeah, because, like, I think it was because um, the it had like the, it was in development hell yeah um i'm pretty sure microsoft was trying to have too much hands on yeah. with the project it's it's interesting isn't it you can see how um what happens to games when the publisher gets too hands on with it you see it never ends well yeah and so like so they ended up um canning the whole project mm. but i'm pretty sure platinum's I don't know who exactly holds the IP, but I think it's Platinum Games. Okay. So another publisher can come along, pick up, pick it up, and try and republish it. Please. And there was a rumor just last week that it might be Nintendo. Okay. A person had a leak that Nintendo is picking up a game that is long dead. Hmm. But, you know, that's just... There's that's, probably a lot of games There's a long, there's yeah. a long list of long dead games, which yeah. should have been. And, but it's just like, people start going like, scale bound? Question mark? <laughs> Please? <laughs> it's like, any confirmation? Like, like the um, news people were like, you know, reaching out to Nintendo, reaching out to Platinum Games. So there is still like an audience there. So even if this rumor is not scale bound... They might, like, you know... Somebody might start listening and think, well, actually, people are still interested in this. Yeah. Hmm. So it's just like, hmm. But you see, I I want it on the PC. Yes. Because PC PC would be so much better. PC games, indeed. 
Right. Um, hate to cut you off, but oh, we have to play music again. My waffle. But we'll but we'll stop having listeners because they'll be tired. It's like, oh, these guys aren't playing music. Why should I listen to them? <laughs> Why should I listen to the radio when it's not music? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we'll put some classical on as well. Keep people happy. <laughs> uh, anyway, you're listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back after the break.
Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And a cool, cool, <laughs> quotation marks. <laughs> Depends if you're into it or not. Um, some news got released uh, three days ago, yeah. I believe. Uh, there's a new Pokemon game coming out Woo. later this year. Um, it's called, believe it or not, Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> okay. Yes, they called it Sword and Shield. Uh, they've released the the artwork of the three main um, starters. One's a fire bunny, one's a depressed lizard, <laughs> and the other one's a cheeky monkey. <laughs> so which one is out of, out of those three is going to be that one starter Pokemon nobody picks ever? Definitely the cheeky monkey. Yeah. Because everybody seems to love the, the depressed lizard. <laughs> and then the fire bunny is a fire bunny. It's, <laughs> it's just a bunny. It's a bunny. <laughs> On fire. So, yeah. Um, I expect that there's going to probably be night Pokemon in there somewhere. Okay. Um. Also, with the name Sword and Shield, tends to make me think that the legendary Pokemon are going to be a sword and a shield. Yeah. Because that's what they do. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. They already have Sword and Shield Pokemon in the game. With the last... um, um, The last one, Sun and Moon, I believe, or either the one before that. Mm. It's also... So this one's set basically in England, rip-off England. And that's about all I have on this story. <laughs> yeah, well, they're still making Pokemon. I, I, I'm giving it a bit of crap, but I might actually pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Out of interest sake. Like, I have doubts, but... <laughs> because they look good. It looks... So, yeah, but you should just expect that with technology as it goes on for you know them everything to look better and better. Yeah, it's a, it's other. There's only been one ever one other set of games that you can actually Pokemon like straight Pokemon games that you can play on your TV, and I'm pretty sure that was like uh, like gold and silver because you could put uh, the Game Boy uh, the Game Boy cartridge into the back of this like um, thing that attaches to your controller, the Nintendo sixty four controller. Oh, and then you could play the Game Boy game on the TV. <laughs> so they did that way back when, and now, other than Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which are kind of just remakes, this is the other. straight Pokemon game you can play on the TV. Nice. That's something that's going for it. Okay. But yeah, the graphics look good. It seems like it's going to be like a coolish game. You can play it on your new TV. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I can. So, like, um, I think it's going to be released, like, later in the year, more than earlier in the year. That's what they're saying, I think. But, yeah, we have to just kind of wait and see how it turns out. Yep. At least Game Freak don't release an unfinished game. 
Hey, <laughs> that's. Oh, can you imagine? Like an unfinished <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Half the textures for the animations aren't there. <laughs> no, you can only get seven badges. <laughs> yeah. Once you, when you get up to the eighth badge, it like doesn't register that you have the other the other seven badges. <laughs> I think Pokemon would just die. One of the three game. starter Pokemon just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> we figured you didn't need it anyway, so we didn't bother making it. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't program it to get abilities. Oh. It just starts out with sc- it starts out with scratch and at level ninety nine it learns scratch. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, oh, that would be bad. There's just some games which couldn't be released. Yeah, no, unfinished. no. All games should not be released unfinished. They shouldn't, but at least they're playable. It's like you couldn't play it if it was <laughs> like yes. So yeah, mm. you look at it and go, oh, okay, that yeah. should definitely not be. See, I never really got too far into the Pokemons because I didn't get far enough into the Pokemons because I just get really annoyed by it. like, why is there a tree in the way? Why is there water in the way? I want to deal with this. Why can't I just... Ah. It's called game progression. It's called getting a better Pokemon. Just, I never got that far. <laughs> but, um... Uh, so I finished it... Like, I stopped at Gen 3. So basically after the... Um, Sapphire and Ruby games. Yeah. I basically don't know the Pokemon after that. So if I pick up this new one, I now have to learn like another 600 or like 500 different Pokemon that have come out. It's okay. Did you know that there's actually Google that, you know, will actually even go evolutions and everything? (laughs) (laughs) It's just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Google's got all the information you need for Pokemon. Just Google. there's a there's a Pokemon that's a set of keys, a set of keys. No, the best one is Trubbish. <laughs> it's just a bag of rubbish, and they added T in front of it. Oh. Trubbish. Oh. They really r- have run out of names. Yeah, and like well, how many? There's got to be heaps of them now. There's, there's so many Pokemon. One hundred and twenty Pokemon. You know that. You know, when you're running out of things to call it or things to make them, you should probably stop making more Pokemon. <laughs> well, I'll tell you then the names of the three new starter Pokemon. The bunny is... It's a fire bunny. It's called Scorch Bunny. Scorch. Or Score Bunny. Sorry, Score Bunny. Score Bunny. Score Bunny. Um, Score Bunny. The sad lizard is called, like, um, Sobble or something. Sobble. Um, and the monkey is called Grookey. 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 Yeah, these are just terrible names. <laughs> terrible I can see why names. nobody wants the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> At least they have good concept art. Like, good... It's like... It's not a set of keys. <laughs> At least these Pokemon are not keys. Yeah, well, I guess that's... But that monkey's name. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like, whoever is the person behind, like, the the team behind creating and... Oh, they've got a um, rough job. Yeah. Creating and making the Pokemon. Hmm. Oof, I do not envy them. And the other thing is, is that they would be in competition for names and ideas for um, Digimon, right? Because they're very similar, aren't they? Uh, Digimon... 
like so another game that I recently like started replaying was a Digimon game that was released on the PlayStation 4 like last year. <laughs> so I picked that one back up, which is actually really fun. I quite like my Digimon games. Stuff it all your your Pokemon fanboys. <laughs> I like me Digimon. Um but that has 320 Digimon. Okay, so they're not going to be having such a hard time. But you see, like, normally Digimon are kind of like... Their names do correspond with what they... Basically what they look like. Yeah, yeah. So one of them is literally called Goblinmon. It's a goblin. Nice. I like that, you know. Uh, Sounds like Ogremon is an ogre. Leomon is a. Well, I guess it's easy if you take that sort of a naming scheme, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, they all have mon at the end of it, <laughs> and like, so there are weird ones. There are a lot of ones that are still technically in like Japanese, like um, let's take the example of Koromon. Still technically, it's Japanese name because it's spelt Japanese, but it's like in its English wording. Oh, yeah. So like you go, oh yeah, that's just Koromon, but technically you're actually speaking Japanese. (laughs) Well, I guess it's a name. It doesn't really matter so much. So yeah, it's like not all of it is exactly like, um, the the names transcend the, um, the language because it's all Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm. like, you know, they don't change. The only name that I saw that they changed is that, do you guys know Omnimon at all? Uh, maybe. Fusion between, like, um, um, Agumon and Gabumon's big forms. Yeah. No, you, you guys don't okay. understand. Well, it's, it's, it's a combo. Yeah, one. it's like a combo thing. So in the English version, it's called Omnimon. And in the Japanese version, it's called Omegamon. Omegamon. I don't know which name I prefer. I prefer Omegamon. So I always grew up with Omnimon, but I'm not too against Omegamon either. Yeah. But, like, it's just something that I look at and it's like, okay, so you have all of these names that transcend the um, the the language barrier, right? But then this one is changed in the thing. One that, you know, makes sense in English, Omega, mm. makes sense in English. Uh, so, if you, uh, uh, well, I'll let you finish this and I'll talk to you about another game which localized, ma- made it really bad that I yeah, just recently that, discovered. Go, go on. Uh, so... Um, different countries have different levels of censorship. Yes. Obviously. For instance, in Germany, uh, the original Wolfenstein is still banned because oh. it has swastikas in it. Yeah. And they're really touchy about this sort of stuff. Yeah, as they would be. Yeah. So I've been looking. I watched this guy who did a little video about the um, German localization of Team Fortress 2. Yes. Now, Team Fortress 2 is a very cartoony shooter. There's not exactly a lot of violence in it. But um, it's really odd, the sort of piecemeal uh, way of doing things in it. Mm. Because they're like, right, we can't have blood. We can't have gore. We've got to, you know, make sure that it's all very 
unviolent. And this is a team-based first-person shooter, so yeah, <laughs> unviolent indeed. Um, so the first thing is, is that when your character kills get uh, is killed by an explosive weapon anywhere else in the world, you get like body parts flying everywhere. It's just mm. you know, they're called gibs. They're little cartoon things. They're funny. Um, in um, Germany, it's like cogs and springs. and It's like joke items. Cogs, springs, boots, just weird stuff just oh, fly okay. out of your body um, as part of their, you know, got to reduce the violence of it. Yeah. Lots of weapons had the blood, which was all just on their texture, removed entirely. Yeah. So the game when it was originally released was very sterile. As they've added more stuff, they've sort of halfway done it. It's like Three weapons were released with which have blood on their texture, on their um, item model. Yeah. Then they released a fourth item when it didn't have any. And then they're like, oh, what are we going to do? Um, I know, we're going to, like, half and half. Half of it's going to be family-friendly and, you know, silly stuff. And the other half's going to be, um, you know, unmodified. Oh. And it's like... The, in their um, meet their meet the medic all the meet the characters videos they did yeah um, in Germany all the blood is replaced with like robot bits and things like that to make the mercenaries and everything look like they're robots which passes the um, the, the censorship, censorship laws. laws but it's like they got halfway through that idea and then didn't actually implement it into the game so it's in all their ads but not in the actual game what so <laughs> in the game they just still spew blood everywhere um no they don't they just cut out blood entirely oh but um um uh, they added a weapon recently where for the medic which basically you can hit hit an enemy with it and it says it harvests organs oh okay but basically all it does is you hit somebody and a little counter goes up to say when you die you're not going to lose as much of, of your uber charge okay um, as much of your uh, ultimate if you're talking about it in uh, overwatch terms yeah um they added a cosmetic update to that later where if you hit someone it actually spawns one of those gibs those body drops when you explode mm. off to the side but they didn't disable that for germany so germany is very um very sterile and everything like that until you hit a guy with this <laughs> with this weapon and body parts just f- start flying off. Oh. <laughs> and it's it's like, would you guys like to sit down and work out? Are you censoring this or are you not censoring <laughs> this? We don't know. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Yeah, but oh, they probably just forgot. Yeah, it's quite possible. It's like, oh wait, but the thing is. They keep on coming back and censoring stuff. Yeah, well, they, they add another weapon in. They censor it. They're probably like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll do this. Oh wait, we forgot to change that for Germany. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, what? How long have they been in that development? I, like, basically, I don't know. they've been they've been making the game for more than twelve years. Yeah, so like you know, they're gonna forget here and there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was just my little piece. We should probably go to a music break again. Oh, don't want to do music. <laughs> want to keep talking and blathering on about silly stuff. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> and cogs. Anyways, if you guys are tired of us blathering, we're going to play some music on Tune FM 106.9 on the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back soon. 106.9 Tune FM.
And we're back. Welcome back to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix radio show where I'm playing pinball. So <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm not very talkative anymore. You, you can tell his heart's really in it. Yeah. Um, Jen, you've yes. been playing XCOM 2 recently. Yes, it's heaps of fun. And the character classes are awesome. Yeah? Yeah, I was just saying before about um, rangers. They have these two different ways you can go. You either go, you know, sneaky person or you be shanky person. Mm. And the shanky one's really fun because basically, you know, you just run around shanking everybody, mm. doing lots of damage. And if you shank somebody hard enough, they just fly off the map. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> yeah, the physics engine just nopes. <laughs> The ragdoll just goes to sp- it ascends. It just makes me think of like real real life. If that happened, like you stab someone and then they just go flying, Whee! and you're just like, "What? <laughs> I didn't what? expect that." Yeah, that that'd be a, that'd be a Marvel thing right there. It's like you look at your knife and just go, "War is hell." <laughs> uh. Well, I have these things called the chosen weapons, and once you get your hands on those, they don't miss. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you wind up with a sword which cannot miss and you just stab things. <laughs> just run up. <gasps> and when somebody gets close to your ranger, they just shank them. <laughs> it's like, oh, this person moved beside me. Shank. <laughs> <laughs> and flies away. Yep. Uh, it is interesting, though, because XCOM 2 was saved by DLC. Yeah. To the point where the DLC costs more than the base game. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so XCOM 2 launched, and it was okay, but it wasn't much more than a like a graphical overhaul for the previous game, really. Yeah. Um, but they added the War of the Chosen DLC, which basically fixed all of the bugs, because it also had a massive loading screen yeah. bug. Um, and it added extra features as well. Um, new systems, new ways of doing things, and just made the game a different game. Um, so the, how the game should have been. So how the shame game should. So basically, but the annoying thing is, is that the bug fixes you can only get if you buy the uh, DLC. So instead of making it a free patch, they make you pay a bit more money for it. It's like a thirty or forty buck DLC. What? Yeah. Here. I'm sorry, Space Cadets, you're going to be minimized. I'm going to look at how much XCOM 2 actually costs compared to its DLC. Because when I bought it, I bought it all on sale. and As oof, you should. Yeah, like massively on sale, 75% off. And the... Um, all right, so here we go. XCOM 2. Whoa. I bought this really off. <laughs> How much oh. is it coming up as? Well, because Steam recently... Actually, that's news. Steam now presents prices in Australian dollars. Yes, actually. Hey. That's just the best thing ever. This Whoa. game is 90 Australian dollars. What? Base game. I bought it for like 20. <laughs> what? 90 bucks. Oof. 90. XCOM 2 sells for 90 bucks. And How that's without War of the Chosen. That's, without, that's base game. That's buggy base game. What? Which is basically a graphical overhaul of the previous one. What? War of the Chosen, which is the bug fix game, the bug fix mod, which basically turns it into a new game, is sixty bucks Australia. So you have to pay a hundred and fifty dollars right now to get XCOM two, which is decent. Okay, so now, uh, so we've been playing. Um, Jen and I together have been playing this with the DLC, all the DLCs. Yeah, twenty five percent off. All the DLCs costs 145 Australian. Oh. What is this? I had I got this on like 80 or 90% off the Ah 
that's so expensive. Jeez. And how old is this game? Uh, XCOM 2 came out in... Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Uh, 2016. So it's... It's the it's, same price as Titan... It's the same age as Titanfall. And three times the price. <laughs> Oof. Ooh. I Oof. have to say, though, like, things that they have in it, like, you can make um, different members of your squad's friends so that they can give each other bonuses mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, extra goes and things like that. Something like that. They're just really fun to play with. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that it's a fun game, but... That's... Would that's you say, <laughs> playing the game for as long as you guys have... Would you pay a hundred and fifty bucks for it? No. But then, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a rich person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a uni student. It doesn't oh. matter. Well, we're talking to uni students. So. <laughs> well, uni students. All right, you so can't buy, that. this game is worth it if you buy eighty percent off. Yeah. It is one hundred percent worth it if you're going to buy it when it is eighty percent off. Jeez. Oh, I didn't. I hadn't noticed how much this game actually cost. So So, if you're looking to pick up XCOM 2, maybe wait for a Steam sale. Maybe wait for a couple of months because summer sales are going to jump in soon. I bought this on the last big, not not the Chinese New Year one, but the one before that. Ah, yeah, yeah. Winter sale or something. Yeah. I don't know. I bought it then. So, oof. (laughs) Wow, okay. Enemy Unknown is is forty bucks Australian, and that's really old. Hang on, let me see. All right, so to get the previous game, it costs uh, eighty bucks with the DLC that's worth it. Wow, for for a Wait, game it's called Enemy Unknown for a game that came out in twenty twelve. Ooh, it's still eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Ooh. Ooh. That's because the... Hang on. Wait, who's it XCOM, XCOM, uh, This is developed by Firaxis. Firaxis. Okay, so XCOM Enemy Unknown is 40 bucks. Mm. Enemy Within, which is a really good mod, uh, really good DLC for that, is 50 bucks. It's more for it's that more one for, DLC It's more for the, the one game. DLC than it is for the game itself. That DLC is very good. It adds a lot of, ne- a lot of nice stuff, but it's not a full-price game worth. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> I think these how, are somewhat overpriced. How can they justify that on Steam? A thing that I also found or looking around is that games on PC are a bit more expensive than games on console. Yeah. Especially like if you go to EB Games. You can buy pre-owned games really cheap. Yeah, but that's pre-owned. And- yeah, but I mean like... If you want buy. to buy a PC game, there's basically only one place to get it. Yeah. Steam. Yeah. There's no um, competitive pricing between Microsoft and Sony, like or like you know, game deals and stuff that are like EB Games or owned by GameStop can get with the developers. So like you know. They, the new Assassin's Creed comes out, the last one is, like, 30 bucks mm. type thing. So, like, come on, Steam. Ugh. We really do need a good competitor for it. Yeah. There are a couple emerging. 
like there's the Discord store, there's the Epic store. Though I don't know how good that one is. Haven't looked at that. It doesn't really. The, the issue is, is that there's nothing which can compete to Steam in sheer volume, s- volume of yeah. stuff. You can basically get anything you want on Steam, except yeah. for Origin games and mm. what else there are. Um, it's like uh, I, my because my issue is I find it a real hassle. Because I've got, I play games on the Origin launcher. I play games on the Battle.net launcher, which mm. is like StarCraft. Destiny 2. Destiny 2, that sort of thing. And I find it a hassle having to go through the other launchers to get to it. Oh, I don't really. I just have a folder that says launches and has all my launches in it. Oh, there you go. I should probably do that, shouldn't I? <laughs> have it on my desktop. So like, oh, yeah, I need to play an EA game. Oh, yeah. Just go along in here. Mm. Launch that up. Hope there's not a patch. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there's a 20 gig patch. Though in saying that, being on uni internet now, so much better. Well, oh. I'm in town, but I've got basically like, you know, the good internet. Mm. So yeah, that's <laughs> better than ADSL 2. Hey. So uh, I'm going to have to find a screenshot I sent to the Unix Discord of my internet speed back at home. Oh no! Yeah. How much was it? Not. Um, <laughs> Not it, it doesn't count as internet speed. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was back at home, my downloads at Steam would be one point six megabytes per second. I think it was megabytes. I always get confused between megabytes and megabits. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I still get confused which one's the big B, which one's the little B. Hmm. Jake would be able to say ah, oh, here yeah. it is okay so um, 0.09 megabits da- per second download and 0.11 megabits per second upload running off of the uh, Google internet speed test <laughs> I do not envy you and I was just playing a game with a mate today, and I had a ping of four. So <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, oh, yes! actually, actually, in that note, I will just talk. I will just mention this quickly. Um, for any of you people out there who play first-person shooters, there's one thing you need to change, like now. Get on your computer, change it now. Turn off mouse acceleration, mm-hmm. because mouse acceleration basically means that the further and faster you move your mouse, it'll adjust its speed on the screen. Yeah. So there isn't a one-to-one relationship of where you're moving your mouse to where the mouse moves on screen. Yeah. Um, I was a decent player when I was playing Team Fortress 2, uh, because that's the only one I play multiplayer online. Um, And then I turned it off, and all of a sudden I've gotten really good at the game. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hang on, I can aim now. It's like I used to use... I used to use this gun, which had a really wide... um, pellet spread for a shotgun mm. just because it was the only thing I could hit stuff with and I was like this is the best shotgun for me and everyone's like nope it isn't use the, this shotgun it's just amazing and now I'm, I can aim and I'm like wow the shotgun is just amazing <laughs> it just kills people it just <laughs> works <laughs> yeah basically and then I realized hang on is this what everyone means on first person shooters when they say just get good is this the get good button <laughs> I think it is acceleration. turn off mouse acceleration if you've got a good Decent mouse. It shouldn't have hardware acceleration. If it does, then you know, f you're 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 screwed. You got to go buy like a forty buck mouse. Yeah. Um, but if you can turn it off, it's amazing. You will all of a sudden, like sniping isn't as 
um, isn't easy, but it's sniping. But if you're like in a just a standard fight in any game, it'll just be easier. Okay. Basically, any YouTuber you see who's playing the game at all good, well mm. will play it with uh, mouse acceleration off. Okay. I wonder why that's a thing then. Because it's useful when you're um, using it as a standard uh, workstation user. Because one to one requires you to have a lot of space. A lot of space, whereas ex- mouse acceleration lets you have you know work in a small space. Yeah. Um. And that's um, <laughs> doesn't work for games. Doesn't work for games. Uh, but my brother, he was playing. Co- oh, he was playing. I don't know what it was. Team Fortress COD something mm. over the holidays, and I was so I got so furious with him. <laughs> Because he plays with his mouse sensitivity so low, he moves his mouse to the edge of the trackpad, to the edge of the mouse pad, picks up the mouse, moves it back across, <laughs> places it down, and keeps going. <laughs> or he'll he'll do it with his wrist, so he'll go like side lift, side lift. Side. Uh, it's like I'm like, oh no, please. Just sitting there like scroll, 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 scroll. Make it stop. <laughs> you're you're physically hurting me here. <laughs> I'm uh, physically in pain from what I'm seeing. Basically, yeah. Uh, don't please don't do that. But also turn off the mouse acceleration because it's literally the get good button. <laughs> it's not called mouse acceleration in Windows 10, so you're gonna have to Google it. But find okay. it. It's awesome. Also, another tip for Windows 10: download Classic Shell and install it. See, I have no problem with with what it provides me with. Yeah. See, I just couldn't find anything on it. That was my issue. Just and I didn't like all the pop-ups and Xbox stuff. And like, get out of my face! Xbox. Oh well, I hardly get any of that. Well, uh, it, it spat it all out at me, but that's probably because it's a new install and it didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. And I decided I didn't want that. See, with the start thing, I just press, like, the start menu, go into, like, the settings, and then type in what I need. Like, <laughs> say I need something for the startup. Just type in startup. Yeah, see, I I use... I, I, I go through PC settings. Rather than going through the PC settings app, I go through control panel.exe, which is mm. the old yeah, control the old panel. One. Because I know where everything is in that, and I use the run function as well. So I sometimes will just you know yeah. run msconfig, fire that up, do all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. I actually went through and fixed my laptop today. Today, um, its uh, trackpad stopped working, like as in you know two finger scroll and all those other mm. special things. And I realized, oh yeah, that's because as part of my performance hacks, I literally turned off every non Microsoft service on boot up, <laughs> and. Uh, Turns out, all those advanced functionalities of a trackpad are a non-Microsoft service. Ah. <laughs> so I suddenly I fired that back up again. It's like I've got a whole new laptop again. <laughs> it's it a, works. It's, it's, it just works. <laughs> it's the simple things in life. I love it when machines just work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that rare moment when something works. <laughs> oh, that's, that's been the, the thing that's really opened my eyes to um, PC games. Now that I've got a performance computer, I'm actually seeing games which have issue which run badly, not because of the computer, but because of the game itself. Yeah, uh, there are a few of those. Yeah, I got a, um, I got a game which um, sort of the stars two was really bad because it was being published by Paradox mm. at the same time when Paradox was make was getting ready to release Stellaris. Oh, okay. And these two were direct competitors. Oh. And Paradox obviously went for Stellaris because yeah. Sword of Stars 2 looks amazing. It's a really great game, except for the fact that um, 
it's it's in in the same line as the Civ games where you can have like eight players on a map and you know mm. doing a big thing. So it's a turn-based strategy. Each person plays out the turn, hits end turn, turn ends, yeah. new turn. Um, in the late game, as in like turn 100 or something like that, with the full eight players, those turns can take up to like 16 minutes. What? Yeah, it, the engine itself isn't actually good enough to run the game. <laughs> because so much is trying to happen at so once. So much is trying to happen at once. The game is, is built for graphics, not for processing the yeah. rounds. And it's just like, oh... Paradox why <laughs> this could have been such a good game, yeah. but you neutered it for Stellaris, which is a good game, but still. Yeah, you'd think that uh, maybe a patch could have went a long way. Uh, it, it basically, it, it released unplayable, mm. and it was patched to where it can be played, <laughs> but they never managed to fix that because that's a core engine problem. That's like, uh, you rebuild the game from the ground up. Fair enough. So... That's annoying. Yeah. That's sad. You would think that, you know, with games like that, could you potentially put them on hold for a bit? <laughs> like, come on. Ugh, I don't, well, the thing is, is that those two were, were always going to compete unless one of them flopped hard. Yeah. And Sword of the Stars isn't from a well-known developer. So it's like Sword of the Stars, the developer literally made the first game, which did well, the second game, which tanked hard and they've made like a a MOBA or something I think it is no okay which isn't it's good but a, you know it's not a big one obviously yeah. you've never heard of it um uh, so yeah that was sad anyways I've waffled I've done my waffle um I'm hungry actually <laughs> <laughs> you think you waffles um <laughs> Anyways, uh, you're listening to Tune FM 106.9 and, uh, and me, just carrying on doing my own thing. And I'll be back after the break. <laughs> You'll be back. Yep. Tune FM, student media. Said you need a mind that can never believe in. 
Said you wanna clap, believe in Said you wanna clap, no The flow I used to have my back But now you're down And I can see it in the silence of your frown You used to have my back
I'm back. <laughs> I, there are in, others here. Cutting it ahead of you. In case you, you haven't noticed. <laughs> Uh, Tune FM 106.9, Udex Radio Show. You uh, left that out. I'm sorry, I must have forgotten. <laughs> no, you're just too self-indulgent. Oh, come on. They gave me a microphone. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> Share it with the rest of us. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so, speaking about the rest of us... Plugging time. Yes. It's the Serious end. plugging time. <laughs> it is the end of the show for tonight. We have a whole 10 minutes left. And we are here to tell you that gaming night is back on starting tomorrow. So I put up a event earlier today, which was maybe a bit too late. <laughs> we're, we're new here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still put it on. It's up. So, Congratulations. Um, yeah, so we're in the Stroh tomorrow night um, at 6 o'clock. I had to think about that. 6 to 10, we got VRs, plural. Um, we're Xboxes. Ho- we're hoping to get 16-player Halo going. Um, we might have um, uh, the new Smash on a Switch coming up by one of the people just coming up. Um, we have heaps of board games, Magic the Gathering, and today, tonight, tomorrow night, <laughs> the one that the event is actually on. Yep. Oh, you can tell I'm a bit out of it at the moment. Barbecue <laughs> and drinks and fun yeah. stuff. So we're going to be having a barbecue. Um, but, uh, sausages are a dollar each, or sausage sangers. Yep. So, bit of bread, bit of sausage bit of sauce, dollar, and cans of drink are also a dollar each. Yep, we're cheap. We know the gamers are broke. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're coming up, bring some gold coin with you and get in quick. Yeah. We're expecting a fair bit of people tomorrow, so yep. hopefully anyway. Also, um, a little bit of uh, caretaking as well. Um if you guys are interested, we've got a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, head on down to that. Um, all of our radio broadcasts from now on should be getting podcasted. And as we get along, we'll be putting links to our podcasts up there. Although, yeah. you know, if you listen to us on air, I really don't know why would you want to listen to us twice. Uh, just to get the ratings up. Just put it in the background. Have our... Yeah, we, we make. I can tell you right now, we make excellent background music, and <laughs> background noise for all of your, all of your gaming goodness. Um, we'll also look. We're also. We've also been asked if we are interested in being interested in running a or entering a League of Legends team. Yeah, for university games. So if any of you guys play League, or you know want to get a team up and running come up um either talk talk to us on facebook um come up to the games night and talk to one of the guys that will be wearing our shirts or even try and get in touch with us on discord we have a discord though i don't know exactly how that's running at the moment um, um i accidentally booped a few people <laughs> Uh, yeah. a few, just a few? A few? Yeah. Just a few were booted off. A, so a hundred counts as a few. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be... Um, yeah, if you want to be on Discord tomorrow, come up, let us know, and we'll 
organize it out. We'll like, organize it. Because yep. we have to actually add you. You can't just jump onto it. Yeah. So we'll, we might try and, mm. you know, change that. But yeah. We've got um, we've got a Facebook page. Just, you know, look up Unegs on Facebook. You'll find us. We've yeah. got a, our logo there and everything is all yeah. good. Green and white. Uh, green and white. Red and white. Yep, that's us. Um, <laughs> if you're interested, UNE... The UNE clubs thing has a sign-up page that you can just sign up for. Yeah, UNE um, one, I believe. Yeah, it's uh. basically basically it's just to tell them, hey, look, we have all these people who signed up. Can you give us more money and we'll buy <laughs> more, more <sting>. switches? <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, if you want to come out and help out, come up, introduce yourself to us, and you know, get hi. involved. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not scary. No. Well, Jen Ish. might be. If you, if you see her with a pitchfork, run away. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, if you see her with a jar of money, feel free to throw money at her because it's good for drinks and, food, and sausages, munch, munchables and stuff. Yeah, so, um, yeah, come on up. Have a bit of fun. Check it out. Yep, 6 o'clock tomorrow at the Stroh. Great way to start off your trimester, guys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's that? I need to get a break away from trimester already on the second day. I had a yep. show. <laughs> I had a two-hour lecture today. I'm done. I need a break. <laughs> I had a lecture that went for 20 minutes. What? Yeah, it went for like 20 minutes. And then what like, okay, <laughs> it's stat 3.30. Stat 3.30, wow. They were just like, lecture ever. Um, we don't have much to do today. It all starts like basically next week. So. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Next week is going to be fun. <laughs> Yay. I've got like three lectures in a week. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Oh, I have like one lecture like every day at least. F. And then you're only here for like three days a week. Yeah. I'm here for two days a week. <sighs> so what are you complaining about me for when you know he's only got two days? Then again, I was, I did have more, but half my, I do four units, half my units went online at like the last minute. They're like, meh, we don't have enough people. So if you're stressed with units, come up to uh, Unix. Yep, we've got plenty of de-stressing stuff. We've got PCs, board games, magic. um, Uh, Vive so you can hit random flying blocks flying at your face that are two different colors that have arrows on them. Yep. In Um, a beat. Yep. With music behind it. With lightsabers. Yes. It's called Beat Saber. <laughs> it's a very fun game and one of our most popular. Yep. Um, or if you're a sucker for punishment, you can play Pavlov, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, VR CSGO, and that's basically all you need to know. Yeah. You have to reload manually. Mm, no pressing R. <laughs> um, and we've got consoles, and we're probably going to be doing lots of Halo and stuff on them. Yeah. Brawl, cart. Um... Yeah. And assorted other stuff. So, yeah, come down. It'll be fun. And if you have any suggestions for things that you think would be great, board games that are awesome, things like that, let us know because yeah. we're happy to get um, uh, suggestions. Yeah, either on Facebook or in person. And and if I, if I did accidentally boop you from our server, please come up to me. Tell me that I'm a major pain. <laughs> please um, say that you have been booped. Please tell us <laughs> you've been booped and we'll sort it out. Because I can't undo it. I've tried. It looks... I think I accidentally had it open on my tablet and, like, literally put my tablet in my pocket and it just booped people. I didn't do it intentionally. It just happened. (laughs) It's funny because it says, like, after one day of being inactive, 
I'm pretty sure I've, I was inactive I may, for more than one day. I'm glad that I didn't accidentally... Uh, Imagine... Hold on, let me just... Yeah, you are there. I yeah. You're, you're the owner. I can't boop you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the owner now. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's us for tonight. This has been the Unext Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. Join us next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week, Monday, 6 p.m. So... We're regulars. It's good. It's awesome. You'll be listening to us and random assorted music again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Assorted music. Yep. And <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and um, as ever, traditionally, we will end this. Um, we will end this uh, show with our favorite song, our um, outro song. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.